On this week's episode of the Raised by Sports podcast, we discussed the four most influential players in the NBA in the last 35 years. Four spots and five guys we really thought should be there. We talked about the Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff trade. Does this make the Rams a Super Bowl contender? And how will Jared Goff do since he's been banished to hell? And lastly, we talked about Super Bowl 55. There's a lot of legacies on the line. Can Antonio Brown win a Super Bowl MVP? And what does this really mean for Travis Kelsey in terms of being the best tight end of all time? Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get it. Welcome back to another installment of the Raised by Sports Podcast. I am Latrell Sprewell. I, hmm. I am <laughs> Gary Payton. Wow. That's not even funny. That's not even funny. That wasn't even funny. Damn, I can't. You threw my whole logo. What? I was was fucking screaming. I was trying to think of somebody funny. That wasn't even funny. Okay, well, you can, uh, hmm. Who are you? Who am I? Shit, I'm more like a like a Udonis Haslam. Wow, like a that's, like an old soul yeah. just here, the old that's head. Disgusting. Still with a contract. <laughs> Y'all are really paying that man what two million? A million? No, he's definitely getting something. That's it's that's more, more than anybody in bro, here. He's makes. so plugged in. He is, and you like, should see him during the games. He's literally just sitting there with. You know what's crazy, coaching. bro? Y'all might want to put him in the game. See if y'all get a win. Ooh, Jimmy Ooh. Butler came back last night. Malik Monk had a career day. Ma- listen, Malik Monk was just cooking last Malik night. Malik he was, had a career yeah, day. He, he was frying us up, bro. Yeah. That's he, he, fucking wild. Before the overtime, I think he was 8 for 12 from 3. Yeah, I think he, like, had, I think he finished with 9. I didn't even get to see the full game, bro. Wait, what Malik Monk watched, do? No, Malik OT. Monk had like 30, 38. Yeah. Really? Bro, yeah. He, bro, he just he, he had a great breeze. game. Bro, y'all let Malik Monk put y'all in a blender? Hey, Malik Monk can do that shit. He's a hooper, bro. He is a well, hooper. I see. did and and Devontae yeah, Graham. 36 and 5. Devontae Graham at the he, end of the game. He had some big shots. But he hit like, some big shots. Shot. Like, That's crazy. I mean, bro. like step back in Tyler Hero. Get, get yeah. this man a map. Cause that yeah. th- he was cooking hero, bro. He was. Hey man. Hey, he that's your that's your man's though. That's the dude you refuse to part ways with. But um, let's. So I got a question for y'all. There was I don't know if we talked about this before, but have we talked about the Ru- Mount Rushmore? Uh, what basketball? Of, of of influential basketball players? I don't think we, we talked have. about it in the chat. Okay. We, no. Yeah, we did in the chat. So it was all on Twitter last week. Niggas were talking about who's the most, the four most influential players mm-hmm. in the last. It's like the last thirty five years, I think. Yeah. Um, and we got Mike, Kobe, LeBron. And Steph, and everybody was real. Uh, everybody was trying to figure out how to keep <laughs> the four players, but add Allen Iverson at the same time, or eliminate somebody and add Allen Iverson. Um, and the criteria is a Influence. person who influenced the game of basketball. And you could kind of spin that any way you want. Did they influence it through the game? Did they influence it through attitudes or whatever? Which is why you would have to put AI over Steph right now. Why? Because AI revolutionary. They literally had to change the dress code because okay, of a nigga. But, but the game. I'll say this. Because I agree with him as far as AI. We got to see this fruits of Steph's labor first. As far as we got to see the next generation after Steph and see how much that we see Steph in them, if that makes sense. It's like we got a glimpse of that in Trey Young. 
Mm-hmm. Let's just see some more young guys and see how big Steph's influence is because we saw it with AI already. Okay, fair and, enough. And if you but, think about it, bro, AI AI had people trying to dribble basketball or footballs and like bouncy balls right. to get their handles right. Get it, the crossover hesitation, like those those moves were getting patented because of what. Wouldn't AI you was say doing that with. Steph? We're already seeing the fruits of his labors, though, in in terms of the way that the game is played, though. The volume of three point shots that are being taken, the spacing of I the think floor. That's more I don't, of a team ball thing. I don't. Though. Yeah, I don't think you you can credit that just to Steph because I'm not sure if people because we Steph isn't the first great shooter that we've seen. We saw Ray Allen, we saw Reggie Miller, we've seen great shooters before. But what changed the dynamic with the Warriors and what changed the game is having two great shooters and Clay as well. Pairing having if Reggie Miller and Ray Allen were on the same team, if uh, Steve, um, Steve Kerr Steve and Kerr, Reggie Miller yeah. on the same team. Like two great shooters, that's what changes the game, and I think that's what had that's where it kind of Steph's influence kind of gets a little great. Because it wasn't just a splash guy; it was the splash bros. brothers. No, I'm saying oh, it oh, wasn't okay. the splash. I was, I was wondering where you know was going. Yeah. No, it was the splash brothers, and like Wanye said, it was because you had two of the two best shooters in the last ten years on one team. Two best shooters in the history of the game. In the history of the game. All right, yeah. yeah. I didn't like, want to say like, that. They, but like, I mean, they like two. They like, like one, one and two. And two basically. I'm going to say one and two. Fuck it. <laughs> basically. I mean, I, think it's I, a good, I think it's a good argument, though. I think also AIs goes beyond basketball as far as being the bridge between basketball and hip-hop and, like, black culture and all that kind of combined. Definitely. Um, him and Michael Vick, you know, they deserve all the credit there. So I think it's also that as well. Um, but, I mean, it's a good argument as yeah. far as respect. I mean, would you, would you be opposed to – Saying fuck the four spots are just making five. We could, but the four makes nah, it. The, four. the four, four makes, makes it interesting. Do you think really who a, else? Who else do you think could somehow creep into the conversation? Shaq. Anybody? No. Yes. Shaq. What? You're crazy. No. He nah. was. A, he was doing rapping. He had movie deals. He was the face but, of. But of what a did Shaq? But what did Shaq? But what? What did Shaq like? He in, proved that the big man can can not only. Dominate, but also bring the ball. Bro, we'll, that, okay, that, Will, that, Cham- that Will Chamberlain dropped a hundred in a game that fifty that, years before Shaq. Shaq. Shaq is good, but Shaq isn't in this elite conversation. The thing about it is, bro, Shaq of influence. Here's the thing: not, you don't think, really. think guys like Dwight Howard and no. Demarcus Cousins. But here's the thing. But here's the thing, yeah, Cal. Like, they had to the, model their game. There off. were, he wasn't like the first but there, big, there were, like. there were dominant bigs before him. Not you had Shaq, high, though. But no, bro, Shaq was a different. Shaq was different. Influence. Bill Russell. Was more it, the only reason Bill Russell ain't even in this combo is because we said last thirty five years. Bill Russell was more influential than a lot of these I'm, niggas. I'm saying Kareem, Kareem, Sky Hook. That that we still see that in the game today. So like Shaq had a big impact on the game, but as far as influence, Shaq more all so. I'm saying Shaq is, picked, I don't think Shaq, Shaq picked could be up a out torch. of the conversation. I think Shaq is still in I that combo. Top, of, I think he's top ten. He's top as ten far as just of influence. But in terms of the Rushmore, I don't think Shaq really can break the door down. I don't think so either. Because if you're comparing it to, I think what Steph did for the game is bigger than what Shaq did. I think yeah. what Mike did is, I don't think you can compare what Shaq did to what Mike did. I don't think you can compare what Shaq did to Braun. Can't compare what Shaq did to Kobe. I know that probably burned Shaq up. Maybe yeah. not anymore because Kobe passed. But I don't think you can necessarily compare what he did too, because Shaq wasn't the first nigga in the movie. Mike Mike still got the biggest basketball movie of all time in Space Jam. And, 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 uh, and Shaq's movie this sucked. Is, this is a hot, didn't suck. This is a hot take. <laughs> but if we talk about influence and we're saying it directly to the players, gotta kind of have a conversation about Michael Jordan. 
Wait, because listen, whoa, listen, whoa, hear me out, 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 <laughs> hear me out, all right? About influence. About influence. Influence, okay. So Michael Jordan's biggest influence is probably Jordan Brand. You know, the shoes, the sneakers, all that stuff. And Can being we, people's goats. Right? I mean, yeah, but like that's not necessarily influence. Like, How did you change the game? Biggest thing is going to be brand. Can we really credit that to him? Or should we credit Nike to for that? Nike that? Because it's not like he came to the table and was like, "Hey, I want to get a, I want to get a shoe deal." He didn't even want to, he didn't even want to sign with Nike. Yeah, he, he was about to be on he was, Converse. Converse. So, yeah. His mom had to force him to sign with Nike. And as far as on the court, I mean, yeah, he has the patented, you know, fadeaway mid-range jumper. That's about it. That's about it. As <laughs> he, far as he got on the some court. posters too. I mean, and, and the, yeah. the, I mean, yeah, the moves, you know. the moves. But I don't know if that necessarily influenced the game because it's not like we're seeing those same moves today. So the only two people on this Mount Rushmore that you think are solidified, if we're talking influence, is Kobe and Bron. Yeah. Damn. That's it's it's just a, it, I'm not saying that Jordan doesn't belong there. He's I on can't mine. agree. But I feel what you're saying, it's but a, it's an argument. I just feel yeah. like the top three are untouchable. What? Kobe, Bron, and Jordan. and Jordan are untouchable, in my opinion. That fourth spot, I think you can go AI, Steph. That's a big. Years. It's a big drop off after 35 that. Thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. We're pretty much talking. Well, okay. That well, Magic. Merger. No. Magic. Yeah. No, because Magic is, is was he, influenced. I mean, is he in thirty-five? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah he is. Because I'm only yeah. twenty. I mean, Magic yeah, and yeah, posi- yeah, position positionless basketball. Right, and being able to be a bigger guard, like bigger guards, yeah. are a thing because yeah. of him. And now, he was the first like NBA superstar to like become like a businessman and make money off the court. If I could put an asterisk in here for one other person who's very influential, whose influence was very short, but okay. I think it, I think it, it matters in this is Derrick Rose because uh, not Mount Rushmore. No, not Mount Rushmore. Okay, I'm stop. saying like okay. I'm talking about top influence okay. because of him being a a guard one that brought Shawtown back to the way they were supposed to be. Yeah. And he was the youngest person to win the MVP. I think that he showed that the point guard was again the most important player on the on the court. Did okay. he? I think he did. I'm not sure if he particularly he did. did I think he brought it back into the but, fold. But I think he's part of that conversation. Yeah, because yes. you look at the Russes and John Walls and like I think, I think the Aaron Foxes. I think you would have a case if he won a chip. Yeah. yeah, if I he think won a chip, you, Derek, would, you would have a better case. Derrick Rose's but prime, right Derrick Rose's he, prime he, will will forever be an enigma because it's one of the biggest what ifs. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. had he continued on that journey that he was on, never got injured, I think he would have more of a case of the influence that you speak of. But I don't know if there's big enough sample size for us to know that. That's true too. Like how much of how much of prime Derrick Rose did we get? Two seasons, like right. real yeah, prime. It was like two, really three, like two or three. Two yeah. or three. Yeah, we it was, really, it was we really, lived. it was, he was. So who, who would be the rest in that top 10 then? I don't know. <laughs> it's really, I think yeah. after those five, Curry, Jordan, Kobe, Braun, and AI, it's a really far yeah. drop off. It's like, you get, you know, obviously got to throw his Shaq. Magic. Yeah. Would Larry Bird be in there then? No. Because he still well, played was, in the 90s. There was nothing special the about Larry 90s. Bird. Yeah. There was nothing special about Larry Bird in terms of influence. All time great, top 10 player, hell yeah. Special as influencer? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm not influenced by Larry Bird. I Honestly, he was a white man that could, that could shoot. Honestly, <laughs> just keeping it a stack. Y'all gonna laugh. You about to say like Gilbert Arenas or something? <laughs> nah, I fuck, I fuck with I fuck. Zero though. That's that dude. <laughs> but Jeremy Lin. 
<laughs> that time when he was chained up the league, yeah. man, at the Y, all the Asian dudes was popping out. Oh, they had the, they had the Jeremy Lin uh, jerseys. Jeremy <laughs> Lin, had, Jeremy, hey, I'm, Liz, about I'm about to bring one to Liz y'all that we didn't even special. think about. Lin Sanity was crazy. Fucking mellow. No. Mellow's influence nothing, was pretty big. Bro, there, there, there's I'm nothing. Not, I'm sleep on the I'm influence. Sleep on, no? on the influence. Mellow didn't influence Mello, anything. The, the, the cornrows. No, you know what I'm saying? No, like no. AI was rocking the cornrows. AI cornrows, bro. Here's another name in that top ten. Got to put KG in there. First got first got uh first got to come straight out of high school, um and make the jump from you know high school to the NBA. Uh and you know well, he wasn't the first. He was the first to do it successfully. Okay, so yeah. first to do it successfully. Because they started doing that in the 70s. Isn't he like the all-time – doesn't he have like the most money earned or something like that? For now. Braun, Damian Braun Lillard, and Steph and them are going to catch him. Catch him, but, but I think, right I now, think yeah. KG, as far as in the top 10, I think he's you know mm-hmm. out towards the bottom, but I think being the first successful person to make the jump from high school to the NBA is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it's Braun, Kobe, you know, all the guys who came after him. Um, it's not many successful high school to NBA players either. I mean, because I, w- I wouldn't imagine it to be. That shit yeah. looks hard as fuck. Um, but let's play a quick game of buy or sell. We had a big blockbuster. And the NFL managed to have some, some talking points over the weekend with no football. Um, we had the Pro Bowl celebration. It's yeah. crazy. The Pro Bowl didn't happen because of COVID. But I feel like I gave the Pro Bowl just as much of attention as I would have, even if it was played. They, they, they need to stop. Shitty it. ass I think, game. I think they should all... They should probably all get together and stuff and do the little skill challenges and stuff, but put the game away. There's no need. Yeah, but um, I so, would like to see the one on ones. So the NFL, yeah, the, the NFL good. had um some talking points this weekend. Uh, we knew that Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford might be moved. I didn't know Jared Goff would be moved, but we knew Matthew Stafford had agreed to part ways with the Lions. But Friday, when was that? Was that? I won't say Friday. Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Um. The Detroit Lions traded Matthew Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, and Jared Goff. Buy or sell the trade, and who won? Buy the uh, the Lions won. The Lions definitely won. They won. They they got a, they got a decent quarterback, but the picks is what they got. They got two first-rounders in the next two years and a third-rounder in the next. Three years. I think it's 2023. Right. It's 2023. The Rams just gave up way too much for a fucking crippled ass Matthew Stafford. Crippled. I mean, Matthew Stafford has been battling injuries for the last three to four years, bro. I mean, you ain't got to call him crippled. That's what I'm saying. God damn. All I'm saying is, I think (laughs) think Matthew Stafford is going to do great for them in that offense. I think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods will benefit heavily from having an arm like that. But the Rams don't get substantially better they're still not better than the Packers they're still not better than the other NFC teams that they're gonna have to face you know what I'm saying like they might they might can beat out the Seahawks now I mean they, they so, already did but uh, so for a fun fact this was the first trade in NFL history where two few, two overall number one picks were swapped Matthew Stafford was 08 or 09 he was one of those because he yeah. got drafted right after yeah. they went over oh, 16 so, so 09. 09 and then Jared Goff 16 so I think that Jared Goff, if his Madden overall, I would give him a 77. Okay. And Matthew Stafford's like an 84 to me. That's what that, that's how I think of this. I think the Lions won in terms of trying to blow it up. If I was the Lions, I would shit Jared Goff's ass off. 
<laughs> I would go get a couple more picks. Let's just keep doing it. But I don't think that the Rams got as better as I think they think they got. Because you have yeah. to realize that you're still playing in the same division as um, Kyler Murray, who I expect to continue to get better. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson, last time I checked, is still going to do whatever the fuck he does and be good for seven weeks next year. Um, the, 49ers. the 49ers, who I think are the dark horse to get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, absolutely. Because Aaron Rodgers was born two hours away from where the 49ers play. He's He went to school in Cali. Aaron Rodgers is a Cali boy. We forget that it. because he's been it. in Saskatchewan for the entirety of his <laughs> yeah. career. Aaron Rodgers is a Cali boy, but I don't think that Matthew Stafford necessarily puts them over the top. He's played 12 years, three playoff appearances, lost in the wild card every single time. Mm. He didn't deserve that one, though, against the, against the Cowboys. That That's was some facts. bullshit. That's facts. But, you know... I, I, I don't necessarily know if we know how good Matthew Stafford necessarily is in terms of being on that next level. Matthew Stafford is just a step down from Matt Ryan. I wouldn't say all that. I think Matthew Stafford's Matt, a very. Matt Ryan's had more I success think, than fucking Matthew Stafford. And hey, they both, they both got, in Detroit. Who succeeds in Detroit? You had fucking Megatron. I don't want to hear that bullshit. They, they had, had he had him, but they, you need more you than just Barry. Sa- they also have Barry care. Sanders. I don't that's care. not. That's not. I don't care. That's a trash. I don't care. That's a trash take. That's a no. very trash. To no. answer your question, <laughs> I sell the trade um, for both teams. Kind of, sort of, because I, I think. If I'm the Lions, I, I'm not taking on that golf contract. Um, and if I'm the Rams, I'm not giving you two first-rounders and a third-rounder for, you know, a veteran-age quarterback kind of on the back end of his career. Yeah. However, um, I do disagree with you all. I think this move is is really good for the Rams. Um, this is a team who, you know— Quarterback has kind of been an issue since that. Since that was since that. Uh, I think since the, that Super Bowl, that Super Bowl was the st- the beginning um, of the end for sure. And the longer you hang on to golf, the harder it is to go. The harder it will be to get rid of him. Um, and there's not really a big market for quarterbacks. You know, Deshaun Watson. It's going to take an absolute overhaul to get him. And this, uh, I know Deshaun. <laughs> for Deshaun Watson now. You gonna have to send the house exactly, and, and they're <laughs> asking for that, and rightfully so because you know he's twenty five. But I yeah. think he, I think you know they, I, I saw a report they reached out for Aaron Rodgers. It was too much of a haul. They, you know, they're not trying to get rid of him. I think they got the best deal. The first round picks are an issue for me, but this is also a team who hasn't had a first round pick since Jared Goff, and they've been you know making the playoffs and shit. So I think they'll still be all right, and I think Matthew Stafford with Sean McVay, I think is the underrated selling point because. Great coaches can make good players look great, and I think yeah. he can do that. I think, Matt, I'm excited for Matthew Stafford. Because like I said, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a fringe top 10 to 15 guy. Yeah, and his deal is pretty team-friendly. It's not yeah. that big. Yeah, he's, he's, I think he's a fringe top 10 to 15 guy. Yeah. He's got a fucking cannon. He does. And he's got a lot of heart. Um, it's crazy. This is, so. Matthew Stafford's going to end with over 60,000 yards. Yeah. That shit's wild. Last Out of 12 time, I saw years. That. Last time he had a, a number one ranked defense. He went eleven and five. Yeah, um, and they were no, they were like number two this year. So, so yeah, give him you go. You about to give him a defense. You about to give him a fantastic head coach. You about to give him a great running back, Cam Akers, who's Cam on a rookie deal. Yeah. And you are gonna give him a two, couple of two, two really good receivers, two top fifteen receivers, and a great tight end. 
Yeah. Ain't no excuse. I think I think he can get it done. And so when it doesn't get done, what wait, what is get it done? Yeah, we gotta he, make he gotta sure we know what it is. Oh yeah, he'll Okay, get that. I think they can get that. I mean, bro, they, they almost got, got that this year. Jared, no, they got that this year. <laughs> Wait, they did? Yeah, they, they got that this year. The they did. They got that yeah, this year. The Seahawks are a different story. No, but like that, I said, that's bro, in their like, like I said, like I said, I don't think I don't see it happening. I think they, you don't I see think, them getting a playoff win no. because, bro, they have the. If we take away their offense, I think the Rams are like one of three teams in the league that can probably get you a few wins with just defense. Yeah. If you got Aaron Donald coming around the corner. You are in the position to win off gate. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I do hope that Damn, Matthew, nigga, Stafford what Matthew Stafford do to you, nigga. I just, <laughs> I just don't see him as that great of a quarterback. And, and I will say, it just seems like the Rams have always overpaid, though. Giving up a first round pick for Brandon Cooks, giving a first round pick for Dante Fowler, giving up now two first round picks plus a third round plus your quarterback for Matthew Stafford. It just, yeah. I, I would have liked it better if they could have got maybe Matthew Stafford and maybe a, a little bit of a higher pick, maybe a third round pick this third year. or fourth round in, pick in, yeah. in return because you're gonna have to you know they don't have a first round pick again until 2024 yeah which is insane. but i mean i guess that's the rams in a weird psychotic way betting on themselves yeah, saying hey we'll be we'll we'll be good enough all those years to where our first round pick would have been 25 or 27 yeah. so it wouldn't matter because what's what's the much. difference between a, a low first round and a high second round i guess because it's I mean, when's the, the Patriots are gonna be picking in the top fifteen for the first time since two thousand one or whatever. So I mean, in a sense, I yeah. guess. But I mean, hey, I think that with Matthew Stafford, I think in the next three to four years they can get a playoff win. Will they win a Super Bowl? I doubt it. But yeah. I think they can get a playoff they can win, definitely, they especially can get with you know there being seven seeds. It's easier to get in now. They can you definitely know. get in there. Yeah, you you can definitely get in. But um. Next up, I I don't I don't want to sound like we're jumping the gun, but what do we think about the Nets, man? So fun fact: since the Nets have been, since the Nets have assembled the Avengers, they have the lowest defensive rating in the league, and they are on pace to have the lowest rated defense of all time. And they have the highest rated offense in the league. And they are on pace to have the highest rated offense of all time. So, in other words, these niggas going to drop 135. And you will also drop 135 if you are playing them. No matter who you are. Um, because they, they, they can't play defense. They cannot defend. They have no front court presence. They let Cleveland come in there and get two high scoring wins. The, the Wizards came in there and had Russell Westbrook looking like 2011 Carmelo Anthony. Man, 41 against. <laughs> they like the Wizards came in there. And, and, and the way that the Wizards won is Bradley Beal comes down, shoots a 40-foot logo three. The Wizards then steal the inbound, and Russell Westbrook gets the three to win the game. Mind you, the Wizards have four wins. Four total wins. (laughs) That was their fourth. So... Is there any writing on the wall? Are we are we predicting too early? Do we see this getting better? Because you have to defend. This is not going to cut it in the playoffs at all. Because um, playoff basketball slows down. It's it's a uh, it's Black History Month, so I'm a shit on a white man right now. <laughs> Steve Nash deserves some fucking blame. Facts. This is what happens when you go out and hire Damn a <laughs> a man with no with no fucking coaching cre- experience. Credibil- cre- credibility, not credibility, oh, but coaching experience. Coaching experience. 
you go hire Amari fucking Sotomayor, which is I've been, which is the weirdest hire in the world to me. You and go the, hire Mike D'Antoni, who was awful at defense, who was notorious for coaching run and gun offenses. And then on top of that, you go out and trade all of your young assets, some of your rebounding assets that you desperately need, Jared like Allen, Jared Allen. Yes. defenders, yeah. Tory and Prince. For James Harden, another ball-dominant player. Who's not going to play a lick of defense. And, like, he's straight. But, like, at the end of the day, like, DeAndre Jordan, this is not 2014 DeAndre Jordan now. This is 2021 DeAndre Jordan. Damn, it's 2021. Like, like, for for a good minute. You you have no defensive identity whatsoever. You don't have it from coaching. You damn sure don't have it in in uh, in your players. So... I think this is a this is an organizational fail. It's not over yet. I think you know they still yeah. have a whole lot of time. They got the talent, great players make it work, but they got some. It's, 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 which t- is it's, called, it's time to concern. Which is why I kept concern. saying I don't think they're going to make the finals. I think they're going to you know obviously they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be successful. I don't think they'll make it to the finals because I think whatever team defensively can can handle or keep up with them offensively. All you got to do is make some good defensive stops. And the I, I think their kryptonite in the playoffs would be the Boston Celtics. Which is what I said. I think so their I kryptonite crazy. would be the Boston Celtics because the Boston Celtics, I think, are the best defensive team in terms of the big dogs in the East. Because you I have mean, Marcus Smart. On paper, yeah. Jay- well, Marcus Smart is the first team all, def- all defender. Jalen Brown is one of the best two-way players in the league. Jason Tatum also defends. And I think... That the Celtics, if they were smart, they would go out and get a better rim protector before the trade deadline. Well, see, that's the kicker. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the kicker for them. I think there's a chance the the Cavs could buy Andre Drummond. The Nets would no, be a great. We're a hundred percent buying out Andre Drummond. The Nets would be a perfect landing spot. You sign for the rest of the year. You don't have to. You know. You know. You don't have to worry about money at all. You play the rest of this year. I think Andre Drummond could fix a lot of their issues. However, yes, their biggest kryptonite is going to be all the all of their kind of competition. East. I think Philly because they don't have a big guard in and he's playing at an MVP oh, yeah. level. Oh, MB would feed <laughs> the DeAndre Nets, Jordan. The net, I mean, um, the Celtics for the reasons that you stated. And um, Thompson and Thice. Bro, stop! Why are you such a Tristan Thompson? <laughs> Apologize. I, I just said they got him. Loves Tristan Thompson, bro. I think another. I think another team that. Is not necessarily their kryptonite yet, but a team that's going to give them issues is the Atlanta Hawks, because um, the Atlanta Hawks can score just as good as anybody, and they can defend, and they can defend, they can defend. Um, and I think if Trey Young gets hot, you know it's it's a wrap for you. I mean, I can't. I mean, I think another. I think the Bucks would also be an issue. I don't trust Giannis. Sorry, ass. <laughs> He'd fold. <laughs> KD giving yeah. it. K- KD get. He, Never no. mind. No, he, KD, he guarded somebody else. Yeah. He, he, he said Middleton, go get KD for me. I'm gonna go get Kyrie. Yeah, yo, no, y- no, Giannis gonna guard Joe Harris. Giannis gonna be like, wait, he's been hitting too many threes. I gotta stay over here. I gotta stay. He gonna be on DeAndre Jordan by game three. So KD's giving Chris Middleton all due respect. He's giving him thirty a night. Um, so I don't think the Bucks are necessarily an issue, but. You know, I, I think that the Nets got some issues, man. They they got some issues, and I think it's time that it's time to blame everybody. I just I just want to see what happens before the trade deadline. There could be yes, a lot of movement in the be, Eastern Conference. Absolutely, there's going to be movement as there should be. A lot of buyouts and all that type of shit. That buyout market it can it can sway a what's the name? Because as we saw last year, Marcus um, Markeith Morris, um, 
played big minutes for the Lakers down the stretch to, to help yeah. them win that championship. That buyout market, some hidden gems in there. He also almost blew it a few games. But he did. He, but did, yeah. he did on the one. Yeah. On the one. <laughs> he did on that one. Like pass to the AD nigga. But yeah, speaking of the trade deadline, are there any moves that you think that there are certain teams that they have to make? In terms of trade deadline, you know I'm gonna speak to Miami. We gotta mm-hmm. make something move. We gotta make something shake because now, Calvin, our, our team, our team is good, but we're not. What are y'all we're missing? Not, we're not finishing games, and I think we're not finishing games because we don't have that score. We don't have that person who can you go out and get say. your bucket. Other you than my boy say. Jimmy. Now listen, Jimmy did no. do his thing. However, we the game we lost last night. So who do you want to go? Who who should y'all go get? Fucking Bradley Beal. Now, okay, we understand that. I know. What do you need to give up for Bradley Beal? You know Tyler. So Hill. that doesn't make you better. Kendrick Nunn has to go. So wait, Wanye, do you think a big three of Bradley, Bam, and Jimmy, how far does that get you in the East? Depends on who you play, but probably second round. Well, okay, what seed do they get? Oh, probably. I mean, well, shit. The way y'all going right now, it might, it might, might be might, fighting for a five, six. Might seed. be fighting for a five and six seed. Okay, they so you get the six seed. That means let's say you play the third seed. You gonna play? That would be the Nets right now. Probably Boston or the Nets. Boston or the Nets. I think you beat absolutely none of those teams. I don't think you beat either one of them teams. I don't. Th- just, I, the, I honestly, it depends on it depends on the run. No, now Calvin, I don't think I don't think any of the big niggas in the East. You better hope you run into Milwaukee in the first round. No, no, no. First I, or second? A team I want to see in the first round is like the Pacers or or the Bucks. Yeah, I would like, lose yeah. to the Pacers too. No, the fuck we would not. not we swept them last year. If Relax. they have Beal. Not in the okay, if they have Beal. Okay, if fair. Have Even if fair. we didn't, we swept them niggas without Beal last year. Bro, honestly, y'all's playoff run I'm last year starting starting. Y'all playoff run last year starting to look a little funny in the light. It's we, not we, lost the same, we lost the same amount of games as the fucking Lakers did going into the championship. So don't say it was a fluke. And then y'all looked. Uh, y'all looked. Also it. had a much harder road. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all played the y'all Rockets played bus with a hurt ass Giannis with the y'all MVP and defensive player of the year that we both agreed didn't deserve that shit. You played the <laughs> fucking Celtics after a physical ass grueling seven game series against the Raptors, Dang. and then you played the fucking Pacers with no Olin Depot. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come <laughs> All on, I'm saying it is. I'm not very look, true. I'm just All saying, I'm saying they, we the did the same had a much bad, harder road. They did than what's today. Okay, what name their harder road? They, they played the the fucking the Damian Lillard. Fucking Blazers that were fighting to get into the goddamn playoffs. Damian Lillard single handedly is better than any player that you played during that entire. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Damian Lillard is better than Jason Tatum. Yes, Jason Tatum. He ain't got okay, no so MVP like Giannis. So then next okay, round, nigga. he played fucking Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Then Hard. the next round, he played, he played the hottest nigga in the bubble in Jamal Murray and then Jokic. He, Jamal Murray's like, the hottest nigga in the bubble. He also, he also has a better team. LeBron, LeBron was supposed to play the, the Clippers, but the Clippers blew it. Hey, I mean, that ain't his not, fault. That ain't his fault. He still, they still had a harder road. But he, neither fine. here nor there, any move that they were to make for a big-time star like a Bradley Bill, they would have to give up too much in order to get him there. Therefore, it's it, would make the, it, would make, it would plateau the team. Very much so. I don't think so. I think, because I think who do you have to give up Bradley Bill, honestly? I think we free agency. I think we give up none. I think we give up Hero. Okay. Okay. And what I think else? if we give up Struce. Who? Who the fuck is that? And, who, and what else? Who the what fuck else? is Struce? And maybe a pick. And maybe a pick. So and this nigga maybe said, a this pick. This nigga said Kendrick Nunn, who ain't get no type of <laughs> clock in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, okay. No, oh, no, 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 uh, Achua. We give up Achua too. Okay, what? so so Kendrick Nunn, who ain't get no clock in the playoffs. So he was the Dion Waiters at eighteen. <laughs> Fucking, you said Tyler Hero, 
yeah. who, who can't guard Devontae Graham. All due respect, brother. <laughs> Achua, who's a nice young player. And he's nice a great young defender, piece. But here's the thing. He said one pick. And to one get, pick. To get and Bradley, Bradley Bill, a top five scorer. Come on, bro. Come That's on. not going to cut your, it, bro. Your team's 4-12. What, what else but do Cal- you Okay. They, so they want, they want to rebuild, Calvin. Okay. You can take them four <laughs> players. No, you're going to have to give up them. You have to give up them. You also gonna have to throw in Duncan. You they gonna throw want in Duncan. Duncan. They're not and you gonna have and you gonna have to throw in two more picks. You gonna throw in three? Gonna I would say three haul. picks. You gonna have to give them a haul because the the Wizards would want probably a step down from what the Nets got for Harden, if not more. If not more, mm-hmm. and them niggas got they got. Two. I would say well, well, maybe, I would say maybe no, we have like a three way trade. No, I would say none. I would say none. Maybe. No, I'm sorry. I would say I would say none. Robinson, Hero, and three picks. That's Not, right. I would say two first rounders and a second rounder. But y'all irrelevant though, bro. We ain't And even then, if you're giving up Hero and Duncan, we're two games from the AC. No, if you give no, if you give up Hero and Duncan, bro. Do you really want to be in the AFC and have to play Philly? No, all nah, I don't want that. Bro, we beat them. We beat them. I'm not even And here we go to a playoff game. Oh God. Honestly, bro. Honestly, I think y'all's best bet is to keep that team together and then add a piece. Add the, or just go ahead and say Kawhi Leonard. Just, bro, y'all can add Kawhi. That would be nice, but it would. That would be really nice. What do you mean? Y'all would have the best defending. Y'all would have the second to last place in the East. Don't say Kawhi would be alright. Don't say that bullshit. Yo, if y'all got Kawhi and Jimmy, y'all would have y'all would probably have the best perimeter defending team in the league. But look, hear me out. We are literally. Two and a half games back from the AC. It's not like we can't make it. And the teams that are in there, bro. Right would you now rather? Would you rather be an A seed and get obliterated by the Nets, or would you rather be the the twelfth seed, get a high draft pick, and then get you, Kawhi? I'm gonna tell you right now, if we make the A seed, we're gonna beat the one seed because the one seed will be the Bucks, and I'm gonna tell you why. The no, Bucks, they're not. The no. Bucks are going to end up getting the number one seed again. They're gonna be looking like they oh. Okay, this, say this you beat the Bucks. Down. Who you? You're not getting out the second round. Yes, we are. Fuck. Who you playing? So in the second round, matter. we got championship shit in our veins Clearly right now. Not. This, Seven to twelve. This ain't argument ain't would make more sense just, if y'all had beat the Lakers. Just just give, us, give us a few. Give us a few. You talking mighty spicy for a nigga who lost? We to play the Wizards tomorrow. You know, y'all niggas lost to Malik Monk. So let's talk about a team who actually is competing, who's actually in the mix. <laughs> so y'all gonna make y'all gonna make something. Who, who actually more likely is to y'all make a trade? Y'all ain't gonna make move. no fucking trade for nobody. Y'all, y'all gonna, gonna get JJ Reddick and just keep Maybe. It going. Who? What do you think y'all should do? Levine, baby. Levine. <laughs> Wait, who are you giving for Levine? I need Tobias because he he been playing well. I need that he been snapping. I need him to keep keep doing that. And raise that trade value. I say probably him. Um, I think Tyrese Maxey is going to be a popular, you know, because he's young and you know he can hoop. I think probably not to give up him and probably like two first rounders. Is Levine worth that? Yeah, absolutely. Because we need we need we need a closer like. And B been closing as of right now. You need a wing closer, but you need a wing closer in you the do. playoffs. Who can hit that shot? Who can hit it? Um, and I think I think he's he's gonna be the guy. Levine Cole. He's tough, man. He's tough. He can, he can score. I hope the Nets make a, a trade to get that big man or something. They can't. They, they ain't got on the trade. They need to be on the buyout market. Well, yeah, they don't get nothing to trade. They gave, they gave. They said Harris, Torian Prince, who's balling for us, by the way, and um. They're going to fuck around and go Levert. get Greg Monroe. <laughs> uh, yuck. 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 And hope it works out. Yuck. All right, but last topic of the day, oh, man. Also, can I just put this in there? I think that Blake Griffin should be moved. I don't know where he should be moved. Uh, first of all, Blake Griffin. I think Griffin, he should be moved Bla- somewhere. I'm glad you said Blake Griffin. One of the 
fastest drop-offs of a superstar star player that I've seen in a very long time. That's what happens when you go to Detroit. He's averaging about 10 points a game. Right now? Yes. Damn. 10 points a game. And the thing is, it's not like he's missed time for injury. He's played every game. He's played every game. He's getting $34 million a year. Sorry. It's tough. He can't jump no more. We got to stop talking about losers. It's Super Bowl week. I'm talking about the Miami Heat, Lake Griffin. <laughs> talking about a bunch of losing ass niggas. <laughs> the Nets. Niggas been losing this shit. We ain't talking about that no more. Hey, shout out to the Rockets, bro. The Rockets are 7-3 and three since hey, the Harden trade, bro. Man, John Wall. They got a chip on their shoulder, bro. John Wall, I know John Wall mad that the Wizards dealt him. I know Boogie Cousins is mad that everybody gave up on him. Christian Woods on his sixth fucking team yep. in like five years or some shit. Olin Went Depot. undrafted. Olin Depot. They're a, bunch of, they're a bunch of guys who got something to prove, man. I, I, and I, they're balling right now, bro. They they're balling. And since the trade, they are the number one defense in the league. Wow. Since the trade, they have the number, the highest defensive rating out of Shout any out team Silas, in the league. Man. Shout, Shout out to Silas. Shout out to that black coach, baby. Yes, it's Black History Month, baby. And that's our black excellence of the day. I forgot to do it. Yeah. Our black excellence. And secondly, I believe all of them, all of the Bucks coordinators are all black men. They are. Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, and their special teams coordinator is a they black are. man as well. They are. All the Bucks coordinators. Um, Damn. That's crazy, bro, because I wanted to talk... Rooney rule today, but so it turns out Cully, the guy who got the what's the Texans. The, what's his first name though? David Cully. David Cully. He's black. I did research. Yeah. I know we wanted to call him just seasoned black, but he's actually black. Yeah, see he's actually black. With the, with the fucking fro in the 80s, yeah. that nigga's black. So he is. Shout out, I guess. I, I also have an issue with the fact that um the the one black coach got the worst job. And they didn't want to hire him. And they didn't want to hire him. And he's probably going to be out of that job. Two and a, two, I give him two years at the most because Jesus Christ himself could not resurrect that Texans team. That team is awful. Like, it, you know, shambles. and if I was his coach, um, uh, Bomani Jones said this, I would be on the phone with J.J. Watt immediately yeah. because I need the locker room. I need some locker room buy-in. I hate the fact that he has to come to a situation where his quarterback is probably going to go on strike to start the season in some way, shape, or form. Um, but, yeah, and it also sucks that he, his last three jobs, he's been the passing coordinator of bottom-ranked offenses. He was the passing coordinator of the Ravens' bottom-ranked passing offense. They were 32nd in the league, bottom of the barrel in passing. 170 passing yards a game. And the year that he was the Chiefs, wide receiver coach they didn't catch a single touchdown none of the receivers did hey yo so hey it's yo like, it's like i'm happy this for is him. bad it's what like, the fuck was this he was he's an andy Reid guy he was with the mm-hmm. eagles from like 96 to 2010 and then he was with the chiefs from 2010 to like 2015 or some shit he might be a, he might be a really good head coach he might be he might be Maybe. he might be he's 65 he might be. i'm i'm feeling he's just there for the check um three million a year you feel me but um what should we stop expecting the NFL to care or pretend like they care? I just think they need, like, something from the outside. Like, as far as I, I, I think the whole if you hire a black coach, the team who the team whose team the team he came from gets a pick. Like, I don't necessarily like all that incentive shits. 
Um, I think it needs to be they need to hire like a third party HR. I, I don't I don't know the racial person. equity co- co- coordinator or something. Something of that nature. And I think you know I don't know if the coaches have like a union or whatever like the players do, but it's I think that's something that they need to have to where like in this interview there's a third party member present to make yeah. sure that it's first off a real interview and not just a bullshit Rooney rule Rooney uh, interview. Yeah. And to see if they're giving them a fair shot. Okay. But at the same token, the black coaches who are going for these jobs have to understand what they're going into. If I'm Cully, I'm not going for the fucking Texans job. But at the now, same granted, time, that might be the only one available he's, he's, at the moment. But Calvin, he's been a passing coordinator for 30 years. Yeah. This is probably the first and last opportunity. He'll, he's 65, bro. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Get the money. But, I'm not gonna be upset that he went to the worst team in the fucking league. It's not that. Right. It's the fact that there to. was eight openings and there was eight openings, and it's also a fact that yeah, it's a fact. It's also a fact that we're only we only talk about the enemy like he's the only good black coach, and it, it sucks because we shouldn't have to. All of our hopes and dreams shouldn't lie on one black guy. Well, I think you yeah. also think about Brian Flores, like. You know what I'm saying? There's other black coaches. There are We're talking about two. guys, guys who, guys <laughs> there are who two. are next. Up. Well, now three. Like, like, yeah, up. like we're happy for. We're Ryan talking about Ford the black coaches Tomlin. that get uh, that get opportunities and will never get another one again. Yeah. Jim, when's Jim Caldwell gonna get another call? Yeah. He got booted out after ten win season in Detroit, and Detroit thereafter went to hell. Yeah. When's Leslie Frazier getting another call? When's Todd Bowles getting another interview? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anthony Lynn will. I know. He, you know, it, it ended bad, but at the same time, he also got the Chargers a playoff win, and that doesn't happen a lot for us. He'll probably never be a head coach again. He, he just went to hell to be the defensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions, yeah. who will probably go 4-12. So, hey, like, let's be honest. crazy-ass coach for the Lions, Dan Campbell. Shout out to him. He hired hella brothers. <laughs> he did. He hired, like, six, like five or six brothers on his staff. He crazy as shit, but, but shouts out to him for so, it. So, I mean, it just sucks that we have to rely on the white men to, like, make us coordinators you know what i'm saying yeah. but anyway fuck the nfl but we about to talk about it some more uh it's super bowl week baby sure you is. feel me it is super bowl week is. we have the baby goat versus the old goat no tom brady and the bucks versus the uh kansas city chiefs head by uh, patrick mahomes so this week will be the first game played. Well, not really. We it's be kind of like the first super bowl played in a home stadium when i think oh. in like the 80s the 49ers played in Cali or something. They played in Cali, but I don't it know. It wasn't at Candlestick at Park. I don't, th- I don't think it was at their stadium. Yeah. But what if, if, so I know we talked about Super Bowl MVPs this week. Mm-hmm. If there isn't a Super Bowl MVP that's Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady, who would it be, in your opinion? Jason Pierre Paul or like Tyron Matthew. I like that pick. Um, I think another guy, I think. Considering how great he played last time they played, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Yeah. I think I would, if Travis Kelsey has a game like he had, he did last week, uh, like nine catches, hundred seventy-one yards, two touchdowns. That's the Super Bowl MVP stat line. And I think Tariq also, I think, I think also Tyreek Hill did twice as much damn near. Um, but I think also you had to look out for running backs. Um, I'm one of the few people who kind of felt like Damian Williams kind of got cheated out of the Super Bowl MVP last year. Because Pat Mahomes didn't really play good until the fourth, but Damian Williams had like 120, 130 yards and like two touchdowns or something. So you can always, you know, count on the running backs as well. But um, I think somebody off that Bucks defensive line, if they were to win, um, and then on the Chiefs side, I think Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey would be some So let's do a quick tale of the tape of the game. We had the Kansas City Chiefs. 
the most dynamic, prolific offense in the league. We have the Bucks, great defense, kind of chip on their shoulder, a lot of history behind them, trying to get their second Super Bowl win in franchise history. Chiefs trying to get their third, but second in you know back to back. What's what's your first? What's your overall outlook of the game? What are you expecting going into this game? Do we know? I believe so. Yeah. We, we, but we got dynamic offenses on both sides. Yeah. We got, I would say, the top two receiving cores yeah. in the league no, going 100%. going into the game. Um, two great defenses, um, two good running games, running well backs coach, by committees, I mean, they're, they're, two they're really well-coached. Um, I don't necessarily know if I can really truly predict a winner. You can't. I think it could go either way. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that, that, that's the telling of a good Super Bowl. Um, is that you can't – there is no necessarily favorite. But as far as the outlook of the game, um, I, I think this one is going to be a good one like last year. I think it's yeah. going to come down to the wire like last year just because of all things you named. Both teams check all the boxes damn near. Um, most – neither team has, you know, glaring flaws. Um, Tom Brady can't play like how he did in the second half of that game in the NFC Championship, three picks. Hell can't no. do that. Although all of them weren't on him, but can't do that. Um and then Pat Mahomes and those guys, you know, you can't get down behind on them. Um, how they were letting, you know, the Bills kind of get in the red zone early. They didn't capitalize. They had three field goals, I believe, to start out the game. Um, Tom Brady's going to turn those into touchdowns. So, I think it's going to be a good one, though. I've got a feeling that this is going to be a tough game for Mahomes. I don't think – I don't think – I mean, obviously, he's going to score. He's going to put up points. He's going to put up yards. But I think it's going to be a lot tougher – than any game he's played so far this year. And I think it's because I really do believe that this Bucks defense, they have shown in spurts that they can really rattle opponents. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that in addition to that, one thing Tom Brady has always had when he's won a lot of these championships is a, a pretty decent defense. Having a defense that can slow down the opponent don't have to stop them completely but slowing the slowing them down enough to make sure that their offense is doing what they got to do i low-key feel like this is going to look like the afc championship game uh that the patriots won against the chiefs i think it's going to come down to yo it might be a coin flip and it might be you jumping off sides and somebody you know taking it you know for the first down yeah i think that i still got the bucks winning but I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough – this might be one of Tom Brady's toughest Super Bowls to win. Yeah. Um, well, it will – I think this will be the best opponent he's beaten. This particular Chiefs team in a Super Bowl, yeah. I think he will be the best opponent, by far the best quarterback that he's had, he's had to beat. Um, I mean, if you look, I think it will take some luck, um, like you said. I mean, there – I think that when it comes to the NFL playoffs – I think that they are the one playoffs out of the major, out of the four major sports, where you got to be a little lucky to win when you're playing single elimination. You're in and you're out. There's no in the NBA playoffs. You get you might have seven games to plan for these niggas. Baseball same way, hockey same way. Not seven, but um, there's there's a little bit of luck. And Tom Brady has had a little bit of luck on his side. The fact that Pete Carroll did not run the fucking ball in twenty third in twenty fourteen. That's that's just luck. I actually watched Atlanta. Atlanta. The fucking ball. That's just a little that that has a lot to do with his greatness. But there's and I a mean little, every if you look at any championship run, every championship run. There's a little luck. There's a little luck. Jimmy G don't make the throw. Overthrows Emmanuel Sanders. He catches it's that touchdown luck. game over. So you know? every every 
Yeah, there's, 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 so there's always going to be a little luck involved, but I definitely think that there's going to have to be a, a, a really good game plan on the on the Bucks side because this this we we could be twenty four to seven real quick. I fully expect either one of the I, at bare minimum one of these teams having a crazy trick play. I think with two offensive minded coaches, I feel like they're gonna be the have a trick. Chiefs. I mean, yes, they're they probably gonna have so a trick many, play, bro. but I think one of them is gonna have a trick play that sways the game. Okay, um, that changes momentum. I, I think I think it's too predictable. Everybody want to be the Philly special, huh? Yeah, everybody everybody want to yeah, be the Philly everybody special. Everybody want to be the Philly special. <laughs> they can't be the Philly special, though. but I think <laughs> some teams don't need it. You know, so, the Ravens. Hey, we don't. We didn't need that. All right, it's been eight yeah, years. Yeah, Keep yeah, going. We had my boy it, Joe Flacco. It, 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 right? it would have helped against. <laughs> it would have helped against Buffalo. I'm just saying. It would have helped. It would have helped. Um, but I, I think one of these teams are going to have a have a trick play that's going to sway the game. Um, but I think it's going to come down to, like, every football game, turnovers. Um, who can win the turnover battle? What defense can force one? What offense doesn't um, turn over the football? So, Which is why I feel like the Bucks might be able to do a little bit more because Pat Mahomes has a tendency of trying to extend plays. He does, but typically when he extends them, he, he they, makes they, some shit crack. Yeah. He makes some shit crack. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we'll see. But, I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of different things. Who's that Who's that corner has who has been playing uh, lights out for the Bucks. Um, he had a pick against Aaron Rodgers. I know you're talking about. I forgot um, his fucking name though. I think he had two picks. He Wait, might have. I um, can't remember his name. But whoever he's their nickel corner, whoever he is, that's gonna be the guy. I wouldn't be surprised if they put him on Kelsey. Maybe try to you know get get him rolling on that. But it, it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be very 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 exciting. What do you think? Um, what is what is this Super Bowl? What is a good performance and a Super Bowl win do for Travis Kelsey in terms of legacy? Tight end rankings, all that. Um, not much to me, just because. Is it was it bunting, by the way? Nah. Okay. No, it's something else. Okay, keep going. It might be bunting though. I can't remember. Um, for me, not so much just because I'm not gonna shit on Tony Gonzalez for not winning enough. Like you're a tight end. Like you 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 can only impact winning so, so much. much. Yeah. So I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna give Kelsey extra praise for being big in a big time moment when Tony when a guy like Tony Gonzalez didn't even get a chance to. But I think that um a big performance will just you know, it adds icing on the cake for him. I think his legacy is already solidified as a top three tight end of all time. Mm-hmm. Um as far as him moving up into that, you know, two and one spot for me, it's more so him just longevity, just keep doing it, keep being great for a long time over, you know, seasons, not necessarily playoff runs. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time parting with Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. As like their number one or number two. Yeah, especially if Gronk has a nice little Super Bowl here. I forgot Gronk's in a Super Bowl Don't too. Yeah, because if Gronk come out here and ball out, get you about nine dark, catches for dark host for a Super Bowl MVP, and I, it would be the great redemption story. And I think I might place a bet on him, Antonio Brown. That a if A B gets the Super Bowl MVP, if A B gets the Super Bowl MVP. I, I'm gonna have a great. I'm gonna have a great night. That, I, I, I want that so bad for him. Hey, that would be dope. Listen, knowing that he's playing. That trick play might be going to him. Hey, bro, AB getting a Super Bowl MVP. That that so. we that that would be great. That Fuck would, you, Big Ben. Right, but that that oh that would be great. Uh, I would love. Hey, I shit. would. I wish AB and Le'Veon was on the same team so me they could too. get the ring. You me feel too. me? Me too. But, oh, Le'Veon's playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. It's a lot hey, of big names in this. It's Super a lot Bowl. of big names, bro. A lot of big storylines. A lot of legacies. I would love to see Le'Veon get it too. Yeah. 
You never know, bro. Fucking dumbass Adam Gase and the shithole that the Jets are. Yeah, bro. We got a lot of Super Bowl MVP. Still got his money. Getting your bread from the Jets. Yeah, bro. Honestly, it's a lot of legacies. A lot of legacies riding on this Super Bowl. What? What? What's What's your greatest Super Bowl memory? One that you've seen personally. I mean, outside of you know, for me, typical you know, the Eagles winning. Can't be Philly. It can't be the Ravens. Mine would have to be. Yuck. That shit was crazy, <laughs> and that like nah, David Tyree. It was crazy. David Tyree, that catch has to go down in top five catches in Super Bowl history. Might be the best catch. No, that fucking catch that uh, Edelman had against the Falcons. That was insane. That shit was insane too. That was insane. But my favorite memory is Jacoby Jones sideline catch, that Joe Flacco that touchdown. Yeah, that was that was favorite the game. Super Bowl memory though. That that one's a tough one because I really like the Patriots one because I put money on the Patriots on that one. That one was crazy to see that one develop. Um, I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to say Devin Hester's kick return. That's I, a good one. I, I, I remember like that, watching that. That was one of the first Super Bowls that like I can still remember, and yeah. I remember that opening play like as a kid seeing him take that shit to the crib like. I was like, oh, my, like, this is crazy. Yeah, um, I remember that, man. So I, I, w- I would say that one off top. There, there's a million. I remember that, yeah. Uh, my favorite one would probably be, I would have to go, just in terms of me being in awe, is just the Patriots coming back down Yeah, 28 uh, to 6. Falcons. Yeah, they, like just being in pure awe <laughs> of, wow, y'all niggas really folded. Yeah. You know, being sitting there being halfway asleep because this game's over. Remember, I was in Atlanta then. You I was were. doing my genius training out there. Yeah. And, bro, when I tell you Atlanta was going crazy, I mean, these <laughs> niggas were like. I bet they were. I, I bet they were. And and second half comes. Oh, man. Comes, it, just, it, was, it was, yo. It was slow, too. Like, it just kept. It kind of just. They slowly just got back in the game. Yeah. That and, was then that, and then when it went to OT, it didn't, didn't it? I believe it went to OT. It and did. Then, Tom threw the toss of James White. I said, "Yo, what the when it went to OT, I was like, Atlanta, y'all lost. There's no way. There's no way y'all win. There's no way y'all win this game. Not even a field goal. Nothing. Nothing. But yo, the end of the show. Who you got? I want to know who you got. What's the score? And who's your MVP? I'm going Bucks. I'm stick with Tom Brady. I really want AB to get it. I might put money on it. Score." I'm going to go 34-31. Mm. Who's, your, who's your MVP? Tom. Tom. Tom Bray. I got the Bucks. MVP, JPP. <laughs> and That's so funny to me. That's so funny. I'm going to say the score is going to be 31-23. Okay. I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to give it to Pat. Okay. But my dark horse would be Tariq. I'm going to go Chiefs 38-35 shootout. Because yeah. I know it's going to be a shootout no matter who wins. Um, if the Bucks did win, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Whit- Whitfield. Hey, he I'm going to go Whitfield, bro. That boy a dog. That boy a dog. Either him or Devin White. They, they got some dogs on that defensive end. But you know what? JPP, JPP could get it because you know why? That nigga been here before. Yes. He been here before, bro. He been here before. Yeah, we be like a semi truck. Yeah, we ride and we roll.
All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week, gang, gang. Come and get me now, I'm all on independence Passing independence, I'ma tell you how I get it Now I'm on the north and I was with the side gang I just want the neck, I ain't gon' play no mind games Lottie had the clip tuck, but if it bounce And I told my god brother, he ain't had to send no wounds So we slide, slide, 485, yeah, I put that shit on God I'ma keep the silly live, you can't kill me, I got God But I'm so ready to die, I was at the five guys Right beside, I was on the east side, I was on the south side, I was at the breakfast club, I ain't even get inside. Then I seen that die, that had my eyes wide. Auntie's in the two five with the sweet potato pie, like Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up. I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up. Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up.